Folks, they talk about living every day as if it's your last. And we think about it, and we wish we could. It sounds like a good idea. What if you had to? What if you knew that it just might be? That's pressure. And it has purpose, and that's coming up next. Nate Schultz, our guest next. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Purpose Under Pressure, sharing stories of purpose and the storms that rise that that uh, threaten to knock us off course. But before we get into the show today, I'm so excited to share with you uh, that Purpose Under Pressure is now brought to you by the Ruby Group Sandler Training in uh, Ohio, serving Ohio local, small, medium-sized, large businesses uh, and their sales efforts. Uh, and I'm excited that they are partnering with this show because this show is about purpose. I've known these guys for a long time. The sales world is full of pressure, but they bring purpose to it and help the their customers understand that that the services that they offer are the services their customers need. And so that uh, takes skill, and these guys know what they're doing, and it, and it fits. So if you have any questions about them, we'll talk about them a little more later. Right now, I'm Brian Lefelock. I'm glad you're here. Let's turn it up. Our guest today, I, I again, another disclaimer, is a friend, a longtime friend of mine, one of my best good friends. And um, he's also the managing partner of Spring Smith Insurance in Ashland, and they're my insurance agency. So I'm going to let all the, uh, get the disclaimers out of the way. But I promise you that when you meet my friend, Nate Schultz, uh, you'll understand a different idea of purpose and, uh, and you'll see how it affects uh, the way you see life moving forward. So I'm excited to share his story. And here he is. Welcome, Nate Schultz, to Purpose Under Pressure. Good morning. Good morning, Nate. And thank you very much for sharing the story. You and I have been have known each other for a long time. Our kids grew up together. Uh, you've helped me out of 100,000 jams as, as my insurance <laughs> provider, and I appreciate that. Um, but you live, you've lived a life, and, and you've served a lot of people, and you've been served by a lot of people. And, um, and, and there's a lot of pressure. And we're going to talk about that. Before we do, can you share with me a little bit about Springsmith? You're managing partner there at Springsmith. You're an independent insurance provider, and you're doing great things. Can you share with me a little bit about what you're proudest of there and, and what you're accomplishing there? Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Springsmith Agency is an uh, independent insurance agent, represent um, uh, literally dozens of insurance companies. And so um, we're always trying to find the best match for our clients with the right carrier and the right uh products and all that kind of stuff. Um, very excited about the growth that we're experiencing this year. We're, we're growing quite a bit. Um, best year since uh, uh, Rob Wash and I had have bought out the agency when it comes to growth. Um, that was going back to 2016. Um, we've got some young uh, producers or we're getting younger. Uh, so that's exciting for as I'm transitioning from being one of the young guys to one of the old old timers um <laughs> i like the way you put that <laughs> yeah yeah so it all it transitioning. really is that really what it's fast called? getting older is now called transitioning i get it that's okay. right that's right evolving right. Right? that's fine that's fine <laughs> yeah so really excited and it brings a new energy to our office to have the the younger um the younger uh, folks coming in and and um getting to kind of switch over to more of a mentoring role in some ways um yeah. And Nate, one of the things you shared with me a while back when we were talking over coffee at one point, and you, insurance is insurance, right? And that's the way I kind of looked at it. It's like, ah, you know, insurance, how is, mm-hmm. what is that? How is that fun? How is that interesting? How do you do that? You know, and it was my perception mm-hmm. of it. But you shared with me how much it means to you to be able to serve people and kind of what your purpose is as a person, not just about insurance, but taking care of people. Can you kind of share that story with our audience a little bit about why you feel insurance sales is is so important, insurance provi- provision is so important for people? 
Yeah, yeah. I think you know. I think when you use the word sales, that's that's like a term. That's the problem, can, especially right? with yeah. insurance. People are like, oh, he's yeah. trying to sell me something, but mm-hmm. um, really, more. If we take more of a posture as a consultant with people um, and and trying to help them navigate, um, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff about our industry, but help them find the best solution um, in a more of a consulting role than a sales role, mm-hmm. and not to really focus on how much revenue we're going to get from an, an exist, you know, a certain customer or prospective customer, but really focus on meeting their needs. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I just look at it as a, you know, some people will chuckle at this, but like a noble profession in a way, because it's, it is um, helping people prepare for and walk through some of the hardest moments in their life, whether that That's be right. a life insurance claim whether you're buying the policy to prepare for it or when we're delivering the 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 check for that you know someone has a fire or a bad accident we get, we get calls from accident scenes with people crying and saying i don't know what to do and i thought i'd call you first um even before their family sometimes and so that you know that helps feel helps you get out of bed in the morning knowing that uh you know it can be there can be pressure there can be uh, stress with all of that but um Certainly, there's a purpose and a role that we play in people's lives that, you know, definitely our industry is underappreciated. And there are people that are, you know, different levels of honesty and all the ethics and all those things. In every industry, sure. In every industry, really. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of good that's able to be done and helping people. Yeah, and, so. and that's kind of what this show is about, too, is that it's about, you know, we wake up every single day. You mentioned transitioning from young to old. This is a mm-hmm. long life we live. Like this, These are many years on this earth, and we do the same thing every single day, and, and why do we do it? Why do we mm-hmm. sing our feet out of bed and put them on the floor? Well, you know, there's been many times where I've been in trouble, not many, but a few at least, and I've been able to call you, and you've been able to take care of me, and I just think that's an amazing opportunity for you to step into someone's life and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. co- congratulations to you and to others like you that do the same thing and get, you know, snickered at every once in a while. You're an insurance agent, you know, because right, it's just right. not fair, I think. So Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I There was a, I still remember a listening to, it was probably cassette tapes back in the day. Yeah. But of, um, You're not that old. Listening to some sales <laughs> stuff, but uh, Zig Ziglar yeah. uh, listened to some of his stuff way back. And uh, there was a, there's a quote from him and I'm going to butcher it, but it's something like, if you just help enough people every day, you'll get everything out of life that that you'll want. And so, yeah. I, I've all, that's always stuck with me. And it's always like, okay, just get in there and just start helping people. And that, it works really well when you're in the in the service industry. Um, that you know you're going to be successful if you're just yeah. trying to help as many people as you can in that's whatever right. way they need helped. So that's right. And many people can learn many things from that, whatever industry they're in. Mm-hmm. So thanks for sharing that. And so let's, let's get into the, the, the show. Let's talk about purpose and let's talk about pressures that rise. And I know you are purpose driven. I know you as a fierce family man, uh, a, a loving husband, a great friend. Um, but you've, you've gone through some storms and you've weathered some, some things and, and I'm not going to try to tell that story. I'd like you to share some things that have, have, uh, caused you to bone up on your purpose. So mm-hmm. that you can get through some tough times, if you don't mind sharing, Nate, uh, the floor is yours. Sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, going back to 2016, Rob uh, Rob and I um, bought bought the agency mm-hmm. and um, took on a, a fair amount of debt. And uh, so you had the pressure of that to, all right, let's try to make this continue to succeed. A, you know, very successful agency 
leading up to that point, but we wanted to keep it going and hopefully take things to another level. And, um, and did so you? So that was 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I have a question then, if you don't mind me jumping in real mm-hmm. quick, because you had already said it's not about revenue. It's not about making money and everything. And all of a sudden, right off the bat, you're in big time debt. So do right. you do you do you sacrifice some of your purpose to try to pay off a little bit of that and make a little bit more, or do you stick to your purpose and do it right? Yeah, I think I think stick to the purpose. That's never become too much of a um, because we've been able to continue to grow uh, through the philosophy of just helping people. And um, uh, I'm trying to think about the any of the pressure. I don't, I don't feel like there was ever any sacrifice. I mean, we structured Good. the debt payments in a way that we felt it would be reasonable. It would take enough time to be able to cash flow the debt, um, the debt payments and things like that. Okay. So that as long as we were growing, we were going to be, we wouldn't have to feel that, that strain too much. Yeah. And so yeah. we've been able to do that. And so I think that's, that was helpful in not having to sacrifice. Excellent. Good. Yeah, you, uh, you you do it the right the first place, and and the storm gets light lighter on the other side. Right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that was 2016. So that was a whole new level of okay, what do we you know what, what have we gotten ourselves into, um, and um, but you know overall felt really really good about it and the opportunity. Um, and then fast forward in the next year in 2017 in the fall, um, my wife Jen um, got a um, an unfortunate. Um, diagnosis of, of a terminal type of cancer um, and really didn't know how much time we would have uh, together at that point. Um, and, you know, they said it could be months, you know, maybe a year or two um, if things go really well and there's things we can do to treat. Um, but, you know, the, the diagnosis did not look very good. And um, we were determined um, to do whatever we could through, um, you know, prayer or uh, medical advancements that, um, you know, we would, we would do everything that we could to, um, to fight it, uh, to, um, extend life as, you know, here as long as we could. And, um, and there was a lot, a lot of pressure on that. We ended up uh, spending some, a few months in Houston, um, trying to get a kind of a cutting edge medical uh, treatment for her. We spent a few weeks in Pittsburgh, um, and at the same time, trying to work remote. Um, and this is then uh, ended up uh, doing this for four years, um, uh, fighting fighting this battle. So that takes us through COVID. And so, you know, the a fortunate thing is we when before we went right before we went to Houston um, for a few months. Um, that was that was during during the COVID kind of the the peak of, of the COVID um, crisis. And um, so we took, you know, from the office standpoint, we had to figure out to pivot to people's be able to work remotely. Um, and so that was something that, so I could work remotely still and uh, um, and uh, get the medical care down there that we needed at that time. Um, so there was a kind of some things that were converging together that uh, were were all hard at the same time, but also, you know, from a technological standpoint, um, you know, made it made it possible that we could do that. And um, and Nate, you know, just to kind of give a little background, the you know, um, or to uh, 
Were you going to ask a question? Well, yeah, I'm just I'm interested in maybe uh, maybe walk us through this a little bit because you mentioned the the that you had just purchased the bill the the the. You just purchased things and stepped in, and then this happened. Yeah. And you wanted, mm-hmm. you were hoping for months. And I want to make sure we don't gloss over the fact that four years later, you're still yeah. showing purpose and, and, and you're still weathering the storm. And, and so that is amazing news and wonderful. But it's, is it adding more pressure to the work environment, or are you figuring out a way to manage your life and work balance? Life comes yeah. first, but are you, how is that going for you during this stage? Yeah, that was, um, that's a great question. And um, I would say the first six months, um, there was just so much uncertainty. um, And uh, that was probably the hardest time as far as the pressure. And that was before, you know, going to Houston or Pittsburgh or any of those Mm -hmm. things. That Mm -hmm. was just, um, you know, chemotherapy every couple of weeks and, um, and hoping and praying that 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 would be, you know, helpful. And um, first six months, she felt pretty crummy. Um, and then this cancer started to shrink and we started to get into a routine. Although, in you know, deep down that uncertainty continued throughout the whole process. And, and we both knew that and had to kind of carry that, um, the weight of, of the uncertainty. But as, but as the cancer started to shrink after six months, she started to feel better. Quality of life got better. Yeah. Um, and then we had three years where she felt pretty good. She had to go get treatments every couple weeks and um, tolerated them very well. Um, and we got kind of able to live a normal life um, with work. And a lot of people would said, you know, would come up to to me and say or talk on the phone and say, Boy, I saw your wife. She looks so good. I, you know she beat that didn't she and it's like well she's still battling but yeah she's yeah. doing really great yeah and um yeah. and so i mean she she looked so well around the community that you know, a lot of people thought that was not no longer a um an, an issue for us but yeah it was still you know something that was a daily um thing that we had to communicate and and live with and, and try to live as normally as we could and, and Nate, if you don't mind, uh, if you don't mind sharing, just because I, I just, I feel like I want to hear it too. Um, tell me a little bit about Jen's purpose through this and, and the way she fought through this battle. Just kind of shine a little light on, was she able to help you? It can't be easy for her. Was she able to help others? I know that's what she cared about. I'm just interested in, in her perspective over those, those years. Yeah, she really spent those years um, investing in other people, her friends, and um, and she wasn't, you know, um, working in a, a job at that point. And so, and the kids were um, college and late high school, and so they weren't quite as demanding on her time. And so, she spent a lot of time investing during the day with friends, and obviously for the kids and and our family in the evenings, and and. Um, just really wanted to, I would say it was for both of us. We really felt a, a new sense of like um, living each day like this, like it's our, like it's your last, you know, and we wanted to just fully live into each day because there was, there was this new uncertainty that we didn't really know when things could go south. Um, and so, you know, I, I continue to hold that. And I think, you know, she and I both kind of shared that, uh, um, you know, discuss that, like, okay, we're, 
we're going to kind of take a go for it mentality on everything, you know. Nate, what's that like? Share with us what it's like to live your life as if it's your last day. We hear songs about it. We think about it. We wish we would do it, but we don't. And you did. What's that like? Um... I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, you know, just be being willing to kind of wear yourself out and be mm. get to the end of the day and go, I, I, I laid it all out there today, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and some days it feels good and some days it's, you feel exhausted and you're like, I don't know if I can do that tomorrow, but you go to bed and you get up and, and um, you know, just the window, you know, I it just changes the window. And part of it's aging too. Like you just see... Um, you know, notice that you're in the second half of your life, no matter if you live to the to a normal life expectancy or or sooner. But, um, you know, so that's part of it's just aging as well. But I, that definitely put it into like overdrive as far as our mentality together yeah. to just, you know, take advantage of every opportunity that we have yeah. to, yeah. to, you know, love our kids or work, work hard, you know, just try to do everything to the best of your ability, you know. And so COVID is is raging and the world is changing and all the things are happening. How's business during this time? This is a business podcast and I'm interested mm-hmm. in how you're weathering the storm um, of all these things in your life and holding purpose towards what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess taking that mentality to, to the business as well and yeah. just uh, you know, working hard. Yeah. Um, we have a great team here that's uh, been, you know, couldn't, it's not a brag on me. It's a brag on this team of how they all pulled together. Um, we didn't, we didn't lose any employees all through that season. Um, other than to retirement, like normal retirement. Yeah. And, um, we've been able to attract and retain new, uh, younger employees that are coming in, um, to start their careers or, um, and you know, that's the thing we talk about in our industry groups that we attend, you know, this is one of the biggest challenges, not just for our industry, but all employers, um, how do you find and, and can't find good people. I talk to our, our, our commercial customers I know. every day, can't find any good people. I can't find any good truck drivers or, you know, um, contractor, you know, workers uh, yeah. for, in the field and all that stuff. So it's, it goes across all industries. And so. I mean, we've really been blessed that we've been able to attract and and retain, um, you know, employees, and and uh, I think and so that's a test that's testament to the culture that um, not that I've created. It's it's a culture that um, we we have good people to start with at the core, and they you know are supportive of each other. And, so. and, and that's one of the lessons that I hope people can take from this is that when the storms rise, we can't do it on our own, right? We've got to right. take care of things we've got to take care of. We've got to call in some reinforcements. We've got to trust the people around us, um, the friends and the family and your coworkers and employees and, and, uh, and allow them to pick up some of the slack. I know you're a driven businessman as well, but to be able to, to pass it on and allow yourself to, to work on the things that you're working on um, probably mm-hmm. made the company stronger and maybe even helps you uh, be more present. Right. Yeah. Um, and trust your, them that they, they can do the job and don't need to be micromanaged and that yeah. type of thing too. So let's, uh, let's, let's, the storm is still raging at home and, and you're having some good years and doing well and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and let's go ahead and, and, and kind of finish the story. 
and uh, and share how your purpose continued to uh, shine through even though the storm didn't let up. Yeah, um, let's see. So uh, we were we were in Houston um, late in 2020. Um, the cancer started to grow again, and they basically said that treatment option wasn't going to be uh, uh, viable anymore. And so we decided to go ahead and get back to Ohio and continue some other treatment options through through Ohio State, um, which is where we was kind of the main um, area where we were, where she got treatment throughout those 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 years. And so um, that was after, you know, three and a half years. And then things started to kind of get crummy again. She started to feel worse and things started to deteriorate. And so that was a really, really hard six months um, uh, from early 2021 to um, when Jen went to be with the Lord in, in August of last year. And so, again, there was a, there was a lot of um, additional challenges with continuing to maintain business and, and um, keep up with everything and also be available um, and a good husband and father and, and, um, and balance all those things out. Um, and, and again, the team here at the office was incredibly gracious and supportive, um, and, uh, very, very grateful for all of them that made it, made it possible for me to be able to be there when I be at home when I needed to be and, and here when, um, you know, when I was able to, so, yeah. 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 And, and, and Nate, I'm so sorry for your loss. And of, of course, you know, that, you know, Jim is a friend of mine too. And, and the, mm-hmm. the, the thing that I. I want to hear from you, if you don't mind sharing, um, that purpose that you brought to that fight, um, mm-hmm. that, that you could argue you lost, but you won, right? Depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, how, did, how, how does your purpose impact your business world and your personal world? What's the, what's the common denominator that allows you to uh, do things right? And to be where you need to be at the right times, and to be present, and to be part of of the people's lives who need you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that common denominator? Do you feel like in your world? I think the the whole experience um, just gave gave a new perspective. I mean, we've already kind of touched on it, but it just it just changes your mentality of um, certain things matter and certain things don't matter, and so there's. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's what's you. I think you try to focus more on what's what's important, um, and and again, kind of living each day like uh, you know you've got only so many left, <laughs> um, and the things that um, not getting as upset probably as mm-hmm. on the little things that yeah. uh, really don't aren't important, and so letting that that stuff go and and focusing on um you know you still have the urgent urgency of everyday um tasks and things like that that uh that it's a, that's always a battle to focus on the important um because there's so there's just a tidal wave of of uh the little things that need to be done and um uh but yeah i think i think discerning between what's important and what's really unimportant um it, yeah it's given me a new perspective and I'm not, I haven't arrived at that, but I think I've grown a lot in that, in the, through that, through that season. And, and just to kind of wrap it up, I'm, I'm, I love to see the smile on your face 
every so often, and and I uh, I marvel at your strength. And I'm wondering what what's it like now? You've you've got your kids, you've got your business, you've got your life, and your life moves on. And I know part of your purpose is to is to live a good life. And are you okay, Nate? I just want everybody to know that you're all right. I'm okay. I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I appreciate that, mm-hmm. Nate. If someone wanted to reach out to you, and I, I, I just you know. This whole show is is meant to help people, and I know that's what you're meant to do too, and that's why I didn't mind, uh, after a little bit of time, inviting you to see if you would be interested in sharing that story. I think it's important to people to hear. I think that last message about knowing what's important and letting go of the little things is something most of us just can never experience, and so I really thank you for sharing that. I hope that perhaps you've inspired some folks, and if you have, and if someone uh, wants to talk to you about you know their own life and ways that you can impact them, either in the insurance world or if they just want to talk to you, mm-hmm. how would they reach out to you? Um, sure, yeah. Uh, phone and e- email, would that be good? Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we reached it. Uh, email's 41. fine, Nate. Ne- email's fine. Email, okay. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. So my email is nsh U-L-T-Z at Sprang, which is like spring with an E instead of an I, S-P-R-E-N-G, Smith, S-M-I-T-H, dot com. Very good. Nate Schultz, managing partner with Spring Smith Insurance. I, I, I can't thank him enough for sharing his story. I'm glad he's able to share his story. I'm sorry that he has to share the story, but it's part of life and it's part of the storms. And Nate, you have uh, you have weathered them like no other that I know. And I, uh, God bless you for that. And I wish you so much great, amazing time and, uh, and what's the rest of our lives together. So mm-hmm. thank you for being a guest on Purpose Under Pressure. Thanks, Brian. Folks, that's the show. And we do it once every week. And they're not always that stormy, but uh, they're always filled with purpose and they're always filled with pressure. And so this show is brought to you by Sandler Sales Training and the Ruby Group. And if you'd like to visit the Ruby Group, Sandler.com, please do. You're going to find all uh, more information about how you can add purpose to your sales efforts uh, with the Ruby Group. Check out BrianMediaStrategies.com for more purpose, on, purpose Under Pressure episodes. And if you want to talk to me about anything at all, you can find me there too. This is Purpose Under Pressure. I'm Brian Leffelock, and we'll turn it up again next week. See you then.